Before we get to our regularly scheduled flight risk shenanigans, we have a special life day treat. Our very own Waffles, the voice of Laric, has recorded a classic Star Wars life day tale. The story of Frost Tay, the Force Ghost. Gather round, children, and let me tell you a tale of Frost Tay, the Force Ghost. Frosté, the Forced Ghost, was a brave and mighty soul, with a vibra blade and a warrior's grace and two eyes as dark as coal. Frosté, the Forced Ghost, is a legend, so they say, died alone in the snow, but the children know he would be back to save the day. There must have been some magic in that old holocron they found, for when they opened it, things began to move round. Oh, Frosté, the Forced Ghost, was alive as he could be, and the children say he could run and fight, just the same as you and me. Frost Hay, the Force Ghost, was a brave and mighty soul, with a vibra blade and a warrior's grace, and two eyes as dark as coal. Frost Hay, the Force Ghost, is a legend, so they say, that alone in the snow, but the children know, he would be back to save the day. There must have been some magic in that old holocron they found, for when they opened it, things began to move round. Oh, Frost Hay, the Force Ghost, was alive as he could be and the children say he could run and fight just the same as you and me. Frosty, the Force Ghost, knew the war wouldn't end that day, so he said, you run, and I'll have some fun before I fade away. Frosty, the Force Ghost, hurried back into the fray, and he waved goodbye, saying, don't you cry, your glory awaits on another day. Hey, flight fans. GM as always, Dwayne here. My pronouns are he and him. This episode of Flight Risk stars... Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play Skip Fortuna. My pronouns are he, him, as well as Skip's, and uh, Skip is the itinerant lounge singer and lesser half of the Fortuna Twins. Hello, my name is Velvet Divine, Faye Fair, and I'll be playing Anarchy Fortuna, she, her, the Twilight Tinkerer. I'm Joe Chasm. My pronouns are he, him, and I play Bale Bronda a Mandalorian bounty hunter with a subclass of assassin. I'm Nimoy. My preferred pronouns are they, them, and I play Dork, the Mandalorian bodyguard. Let's buckle up. It's time for another Flight Risk episode. find themselves in the frozen caves of Ilum, in the search of missing miners. Haunted by spectral images and voices, will Skip, Doric, Bale, and Anarchy find the missing slaves or become lost souls of Ilum as well? You guys are battling a Gorgund and some spectral phantasmical beings 
a mighty roar by that giant nine-foot gorilla with a teeth-head-looking thing has caused the cavern you're in to have a, a, the beginnings of a cave-in. The path you guys were coming in from has been sealed off. The cave is still rocking and rolling. Rocks are falling. Things are happening. I would like everybody to give me either a coordination or athletics check against a two-purple to see if you get hit by a rock. You're purple! Uh, with the coordination or what? So, uh, a two purple check against either your athletics, your coordination, or whatever you feel would help you get not hit by rocks in this situation. Cool beans. Um, can I negotiate with the rocks? <laughs> <laughs> can I lead the rocks a different direction? <laughs> Just hold your hand up. Hmm. No swiping. Normally, when you when you reach the when you're in an RPG and you reach the phrase "rocks fall." Whatever happens next is not good, so we're getting offline, okay? All my dice canceled out, Dwayne. I've rolled a coordination check and have a failure and a threat. I rolled two successes and two threats? It's been a while since I've played this. I think those are threats, yeah. And a roll! Oh! oh! successes! Ah, five! Jesus. Five! I got five on it! Five, right. five. Why do you? That's why'd you roll two blue? <laughs> me? Uh, because oh me? Because yeah. I think that's on my sheet. Are you asking Joe or myself? Uh, I'm asking Joe. I know why you yeah. rolled yours, Velvet. I, I don't know why he rolled his. Okay. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, five, I get three that's... greens. I get three greens and two blues. Oh, okay. On my sheet. Why you oh, do you, these? If you would have... like a screenshot oh, of my character sheet, no, no, I can no, send it's, it's it to you. It's just a question if that's always the case. Yeah, so oh, it's always the case. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember the last time we did a coordination. You probably upgraded, so I just to make sure it wasn't like from the last roll you yeah, forgot to clear them out or whatever. No, no, no. Okay. It's, um, let's see here. It's called something. I'm sure you yeah, have the ability. Five? Five? Yes, six, uh, it is Stalker. Um, add one, um, what's it called? One blue per rank of Stalker to all stealth and coordination checks. Really? I have two ranks of Stalker. That's impressive. That's as many successes as Lou Baker has made Mambos. Oh, number five. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> worst, worst joke of the night, I hope. I think that joke is older than you, Nimoy. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the number five. If uh, you did not roll a success, go ahead and take two wound from falling snow and rock damage. Everybody else, if you succeeded on your check, including the Gorgon, who uh, succeeded on his roll, uh, you guys take no damage. You're able to deftly move around the falling ice and rocks. As usual, Dork and Bale are on their shit while everybody else is stuck. So uh, as the rocks are falling, they rip through the phantasmic beings with their energy swords, and the two of them dissipate. So you guys are left with the giant Gorgon who is confused as the things it was fighting is gone. And it turns the attention towards the four of you. So we're going to start back at the top of our initiative cycle. I'm going to drop off two of those NPCs. So we're going to have two PCs, the NPC, then double PCs again. So who would like to take a an action first? Uh, if I get to act, I get, I have an ability... Um, Remember, this is we are in the middle of a fight, so this is not acting before anybody else. So I, I think you're thinking like a, a quick strike or something like that. 
This isn't the beginning of a fight. This is the middle of the fight from the last session. Against targets that have not all oh, this encounter. Yeah, they've, oh, this is the middle of an encounter. So that's already happened. Is yeah, the, I know. Uh, is the ghosty ghost that was uh, beating on Skip still right there? On no, the both both ghosty ghosts had rocks go through them and they just dissipated very quickly into you know smoky apparitions. Okay. So you're just left with a large beast. Who I was shooting the entire time. Yes, so it's probably looking at you in a very not nice way. Oh, big ugly. Let's do this. Who wants to go? I'm going to try to hold them in place with bind. Okay. How does that work? What are you? Is it a, a check against their ability of some kind I or what's going know. on? <laughs> this is the the Can force power. This is the force power. Yes. Oh, I, I, I mean, yeah, I got, how, I got. How is... I rolled two force dice. I, I, but I don't know what I would roll against. You just roll your force. You dice. Just roll the force dice. All right, that's okay. two light side, one so, dark side. Okay, that's the points you have to spend. Okay, so what? What is the uh, description for bind? What is it uh, with the? What does it say? Yeah, so it's, it just says, uh, the force user restrains an enemy, preventing the target from acting. The user may spend force dice to immobilize the target within short range until the end of the user's next turn. If the user used any uh, dark side to generate half and half, the target also suffers one wound per a force point spent on the check, ignoring soak. So I guess if I choose to spend that dark side point, mm -hmm. the... Um, the creature takes three strain. Okay. So, uh, would Anarchy, uh, where are you? Are you a dark side user or a light side user? Because I know if you use dark side when you're a light side, it does, it's like a, it takes a, like, strain to you. Do you gain corruption? You gain it's corruption. just corruption. Yeah, I guess so. I gain corruption, but just because I, I don't remember there being anything okay. weird. So, uh, I, I wasn't sure where you, you, you set Anarchy up on the light dark scale. I left that. I, I mean, because Night Sister. Figure. So, I don't know. I guess she would just take the corruption. Be more anyway. dark. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So what does it look like when uh, Anarchy does this bind thing with the force? What does it look like? Uh, so we talked about this. I, it, it takes that, uh, like the force maelstrom that the Night Sisters traditionally use. So it just kind of looks like, you know, swirling, buffeting winds, keeping, keeping the creature in place. All right, so yeah, the thing is locked in place and uh, cannot move, or can it do an action, or is it just locked in place? It's locked in place until the end of my next turn. Okay, so it can't move, so if anybody gets close, I guess it can grab it, but it cannot move from its chosen spot. Okay, next uh, PC slot, you have a giant, unmoving, nine-foot thing in front of you. Uh, I guess I can go if sure. uh, Nimoy's okay with that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I think I'm going to shoot the beast again. Okay. <laughs> um, what's the difficulty? And uh, what's the range? It's going to be two purple. It doesn't have... Let me double check. I don't think it has any range defense. Uh, nope. No range. So, just uh, two purple against whatever your, I guess, light uh, weapons is. I assume you're shooting your blaster or you're shooting your gun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the big... Big, big, I slug thrower thing. Roll three successes and a triumph. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, how much damage do you normally do? Uh the damage on the gun is um, seven. 
But what I'm going to do is something called Targeted Blow. Okay. After making a successful attack, I may spend one destiny point to do to add damage equal to agility to one hit. Okay. My agility is three. So therefore, add- I'm going to spend one of these and add three more damage. Okay. Right. I also got a triumph. What does that do? Uh, you could uh, roll a critical. Let's roll a critical. Does your weapon have anything to bonus to your critical or whatever? Or uh, let's see. N- uh, crit five. Okay, well, that's no, that's a five it. advantages, so you'd have to worry about that. Okay, then just yeah. roll critical, and we'll see what happens. <clears throat> All right. Um, so I think I have an ability that does something with that. Oh, okay, here we go. Lethal blows. Add plus 10 per rank of lethal blows to any critical injury results inflicted on opponents. So okay. that's just the passive. So, okay. Um, how, many ranks ahead. Of, how many ranks of lethal blows do you have? One, one. Okay, so when you just do the special roll, just make sure you put uh, 10 in for the modifier and roll cl- critical, and it'll tell us what you got. Oh, that's just critical. Hold on. Go. Did you add the, uh, did you add the 10? No, I didn't. Okay. But it was a 95, I guess. The, the, I don't have the critical chart in front of me. Does anybody know what 105 okay. is? All right, it's just 89, compromised. Increased difficulty of all skill checks by one until the end of the encounter. Hmm. But you rolled a 95 plus five. Yeah, what's, yeah so what's 105? Does anybody have the, the crit check? Critical injury result, 105. Maimed. One of the target's limbs, selected by the GM, is permanently lost. Unless the target has a cybernetic replacement, the target cannot perform actions that would require the use of that limb. All other actions gain a black. Okay, so, sure. Uh, That shot from Bale just rips right through where the arm meets the shoulder of this giant beast and its left arm just falls limp to its side. It lets out another just curdling scream of pain and is just fighting just ferociously against this bind from anarchy. It's trying its damnedest to try to get to bail. This thing is attacking and it just can't move. It's frothing from through its all its many teeth. It's ready just to rip this Mandalorian to pieces if it gets free. It's now the beast's turn, and the beast cannot do anything other than scream and wail and pound his fist. It doesn't have a projectile weapon, and no one's dumb enough to get closer. So it is just going to scream and yell. That's all it can do on its turn, and we're going to move over to the next two PC slots. That leaves us with uh, Skip or Doric. Aren't folks supposed to get bonuses from Skip's uh, leadership role? He can pass them out, yes. Yeah, he had you had like five. It got ameliorated because I was directing them in the attack against the specters, and oh, those are gone. Yeah. So I coordinated the rocks. It's fine. Yeah, it all worked <laughs> it out. Like, like you didn't help me, the world helped me. Except one of the boulders hit me too. So, all right. So, Doric, what would you like to do? You have a beast with a limp arm, screaming and frothing at the mouth, ready to rip Bale apart once it gets free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, see, there are there are of two minds in 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 Mandalorian culture on what to do in a situation like this. There, there is the sort of very very patriotic Mandalorian who would say, obviously, what you do is you capture the beast and bring it home to to have on a zoo or a nature preserve. 
Then there is the far more practical-minded type of Mandalorian who decides, why do we need to tie it up? Why stick it in a zoo? It looks way better on a wall. Dork is of the more practical mindset, and he unloads uh, <laughs> <his rifle laughs> into the beast. All right, you're also, still shooting against the... I'm going to say it's that two purple, but I'm going to give you a blue because it's bound and it can't move. So it's going to make this a way easier shot. So I'll give you one blue <clears throat> as well. So two purple and a blue with whatever your shot ability is. As I forget, am I allowed to, to aim as a maneuver if I'm not moving? That's correct. You can aim and that adds a blue. You could actually okay. take a strain and add another blue if you wanted to double aim. I double aim. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, right. Just sitting there. Double double aim, and I use my uh, do, 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 firearms heavy. And that will be at uh, what purple? Two purple. Two purple. Wunderbar. <laughs> I mean, what did I expect? Wow. Five successes, two advantages. No, come on. Against, can't get you know. Not yeah, too, that's pretty fair. Not too shabby. What's the base uh, damage for your weapon? Uh, the base uh, damage for my weapon uh, would be ten. So you uh, it is a yeah, it is oh. a long range weapon. All right, so you just you did fifteen <clears throat> damage minus the soak oh. that puts it at. I don't remember how much the thing had to start with. Oh well, there you go. Well, it's probably all gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I, I actually just. <laughs> I just checked, and Dork <laughs> did hit the number exactly on the head. So uh, describe how Dork kills this giant beast. I I think D uh, Dork, he, he, you know, he, he's a professional. So so he, this thing is frothing at the mouth, waving its arms, screaming at the top of his lungs, frothing at the mouth. As, I said frothing at the mouth twice. Frothing at the mouth as Bale is sort of just keeping far enough away, and Dork sort of uh, takes his position, raises his rifle, everything kind of slows down as he takes a deep breath, and ha! Ah, quick, simple, efficient, done. I mean, granted, he's not going to be able to mount the head up on the wall, but, you know, uh, laser burns don't look too good. <laughs> Ruins the aesthetic. Okay, so the giant beast just slumps to the ground with a very loud thud, and it kind of goes quiet for a moment, and you guys can see that the you the way you came in is completely blocked by the ice, and there are two paths in front of you. One looks to be something that just recently opened up with the, the shaking and the breaking of these caverns. It's kind of more of a slit in the wall than an actual passageway, and there is a more... Dis, uh, dis, established passageway that seems to be going uh, upwards. The crevice that kind of opened up seems to be going downwards. So you have kind of a, a choice to make right there, which way you want to go. <clears throat> um, let's have everybody just do a perception check against uh, one purple. One thing's for sure, we shouldn't split up. <laughs> against one purple? Yep, perception gets one purple. Hey, that's two successes. One success, one advantage. I am not going to roll. I'm hanging back for a moment. Okay. Even though they said something along the lines of don't split the party. <laughs> and Skip says, um, 
May the force wash over me. And uh, he uses the force to heal himself. Okay. So I get to heal two light sides, so I will heal two wounds. So while you're using the force, uh, Anarchy and Skip, uh, you both hear this. The others others do not not belong belong here. You belong here. And then who else rolled it? Did, uh, Dork, did you roll a success? Yes, I did. Okay, so you actually hear the, you hear a, a different version. You do, you not, do not belong, belong here. here. You, you must, must leave. leave. And Bale, you're just in your own little world. <laughs> Skip hastens to catch up, side-eyeing anarchy. Did you just hear a voice? Oh, you hearty too good. It's not just me. <laughs> Dora just no. grumbles. Usually it's just you. The, the voice seems to be coming from that crevice and you both hear again. You, you belong, belong here. here. They, they do, do not. not. Well, if this is a Twi'lek only thing, these are our bodyguards. Wait, what? We get a plus ones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can everybody hear this voice or no? No, they're the only no, ones hearing no. it. Dork, oh. Dork only, Dork heard a voice. Wait, did he ask that question in character? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, what are you guys talking about? What voice? The crevice you, is talking. I'm not hearing anything. The cre- The hole is talking. Yeah. I Like, I put my ear next to the hole. Hello, hole. Are you talking? Is anybody there? <clears throat> Just like putting your ear up to a seashell, you just hear some wind. <laughs> See, I don't know what you two are talking about, but I hear nothing. Okay, you're right. <laughs> nothing happened. D- so? Doric sort sort of uh, puts his uh, hand on Bale's shoulder and is like, "Come on, uh, let's scout ahead a little bit." Okay, so are you guys going through the established one or the the recently opened chasm or cavern? I think Dork is going to look to skip an anarchy on this one. Yeah, I'm good with us heading down the new opening and confronting voice person that sounds so very much like. Don't say it. Not a ghost. No, I was just, I, you know. Oh, it's totally ghosts. It's just not talking to you guys because you're not wizards. A- ancient spirits, maybe. Ghosts are different. There's, there's a very fine distinction, which we will get into later. <laughs> I think we all head, start heading down the path. Sure. As you guys go through this, it does seem... At the beginning to be a, like a, just a natural thing that can opened up, but a few yards in, it actually seems like this was a, a path that existed long ago that must have been either blocked on purpose or blocked by accident. But it is a natural, it is an, a natural path where someone has shaped it. It's large enough for basically two of you to walk side by side. It's about six and a half, seven feet tall. So it's not super tight, but enough for you guys can walk together. And as you go down this this kind of icy corridor, you see kind of in the distance a body or what looks to be a body laying on the floor 
kind of in front of a wall. Dork, as as we are coming up, Dork will kind of take a position and let uh, the other people check the body. Before we get too close, Skip reaches out a hand and feels the force flow through him and uh, senses whether there's any life coming from this, this body. Um, there is no, yep. no life coming from this body. It is... To skip, there's nothing there. It is a cold mass just laying on the floor. Whatever it was has long since passed. Ah, don't worry about it. It's dead. It might have a bomb or something, but uh, I'm sure it's fine. So as thank you, Skip. So yeah, all he does is just hold a hand <laughs> out and mm, no, it's fine. It's just dead. I I, I will <laughs> unceremoniously pick up the body with my tentacles and start examining it. <laughs> So, <laughs> as, as you what? How? Where? That's not. That's not normal. I'm not. I'm not. Um, my gain is too high. <laughs> so Anarchy goes over with her uh, cybernetic tentacles, and as she lifts up the body, uh, you all see that there seems to be a echo or a spectral form of the body still laying on the ground. And as the, what is now, what is now clear, the skeletal remains that she lifts up, the body kind of just sits straight up and stares at you. Well, hello there. Who, who who are are you? you? Oh, we don't really have a group name. We probably should have come up something. We, I guess we call ourselves the Core Four. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the Core Four. I like that. This is uh, Doric, the Fortuna Twins, and company. Maybe, maybe we should we should start a band and call it, you know, the Count, uh, like, like Count's Core Four. I like that. I could play. Yes. Something. <laughs> guitar. <laughs> Can you play the spittoon? <laughs> None, nonetheless, I or apologize. The speedboard. <laughs> Ghostly spectral figure, you were actually talking to us as opposed to brutally assaulting us as before. Did, did, did my, my master, master send, send you? Did, did Junta Paul finally send, send you? Junta who? My my. My master. Does that name bring a bell to you us? You could roll a uh, lore check or a knowledge check of some I'll kind to see if you were. Yeah. Y'all can. My do lore's that. so good, Dwayne. You don't even know. Uh, this is <laughs> this is going to be uh, a a daunting check. So it's going to be the the four purple. I know a Paul Walker. <laughs> um, hey, uh, that's three advantages. Paul Houston. <laughs> All right. One failure. Okay. Anybody else trying or just the two of them? Uh, I don't want to take any strain from just trying to think about something. <laughs> what is the role again? It's uh, four purple. I think it's terrible. Yeah, it's knowledge, lore, or uh, whatever knowledge skill you might think could help you remember someone from. There you go. Uh, two failure, but an advantage. Okay. I am not even trying. No worries. All right. So, yeah, none of you guys, the name doesn't really register who an Ajunta Paul would be. Uh, I say with the advantage, uh, Skip, you know him calling it my master. It's got to be something 
Jedi force related. They're really the only ones who kind of use that, throw that master term around. Yes. Um, we know them. Well, we work intimately with them. Sure, that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stuck, stuck in these caverns, caverns for so long. long. I've, I've lost, lost track, track of time. time. It's. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know. It's been, been weeks. Has it been, been years? Maybe millennia? millennia? I, don't I don't know how long I've been in here. All, All I know is that the council, council tried, tried to cover up my master's work. work. I came down here to, to try to find it, and they closed the caverns behind me. And I've, I've been trying to get to my master's work. And then it got dark. Then it got cold. And that's all I remember. How decayed yeah, does the check body, body Yeah, I mean, it's frozen. Yes. Yeah, it's frozen. It looks... Pr- yeah. I mean, if you want to do a medicine check to see yeah, how sure. old it is, you could do that. Sure. That'll be uh, a hard check. Three purple. I, two advantages, again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you can't uh, pinpoint exactly, but you know this thing has been here for more than a few dozen years. You... Maybe probably say over a hundred at least, but you can't really ballpark more than saying it's been at least a hundred years for this thing to be frozen down here. Well, let us help you finish your quest. Direct us to where you were needing to go, and we'll take care of it from here. I'm trying, I'm trying to, get to get to my, my master's, master's lab. He'd hidden it down, down here. The council, council did not like what he'd been, been working on. My master, he studied, he studied the force like, like no one, one before him. him. Sorry, like none or like unknown? That's very different things. Like no one? Oh, yes, that makes much more sense. Thank you. Good, because I have a strict policy. No, not, none. (laughs) So if I may so rudely ask, uh, what was your master working on? My My master. His His studies studies primarily primarily focused focused on using using the the force to to manipulate life life and and death. And the the council. council... It was was forbidden what he was was doing. He was was branded branded a heretic. He was was pushed pushed away. But that's that's not what I'm here here for. My My master master took that that study with him. He had had other other chosen disciples that that worked on his other theories. I was sent to work on on your emotions. How you you feel connects connects you to the the Force. The Jedi. The Council. Want their warriors to be devoid of any connection, any emotion, to wield the force purely. But my master, he felt that the stronger you felt your emotions, the stronger you could wield the force. There had to be some intrinsic connection between emotions and the force. In my years of study here, I found that the Jedi's claim to embrace emotions is his heresy. It's, it's hypocritical. One, One cannot wield something passively. You have, have to actively want it. it. And they, they do not like that. They, they tried, tried to hide my, my work and my, my master's work. work. So tell me, tell me if, if you can, how does this make you feel? It makes me feel sad for the Jedi. For they have lived such closed lives of shelter and just... Devoid of enemies. And it's, and it's not, not how a sapient being should live. 
I mean, I mean do, the do the Jedi, Jedi not wield emotions of compassion and hope? When they, when they use, use the Force, they don't, don't use it blindly. They, they do feel. They, they just, just don't, don't acknowledge the feelings of anger or rage that a, that a person can, can feel rightly so. so. I was, I was trying, trying to show them that. that. Rage, hope, compassion, it's all just degrees. degrees. They, would they would not hear it. it. They, they wanted, wanted to hide me just like they hid my master. master. I see. All right, well, I think I've got enough information to act on. Uh, how about we just keep going? Show us where this, uh, this work your master uh, was working on is. <sighs> Will you, you take, take my, my work and, and show, show the Jedi, Jedi that they are wrong for what they believe? Will you help, help them see the light? light? That's, That's all my master wanted. For them, them to understand. Yeah, not a problem. I'll get all the Jedi works. together and I'll give this, you know, <laughs> 10 point presentation. I got Spower uh, Point, you know, uh, loaded on my uh, holodeck here. You know, we'll be good. We'll just set up a presentation. But I'd like to see the work first. I think Anarchy's going to lean into Skip. Uh, she's not going to whisper because she doesn't know how to whisper. But she's just going to go, remember the berserker gas we used in the museum heist? Vaguely. What would happen if we got somebody hopped up on that who could use the force? <laughs> Bale, like, Are slowly they... turns around. He's like, what happened to you? <laughs> I met a witch who taught me magic. What did you do? Doric uses a little helmet comm channel that only goes to Bale's out and says, she was always a little bit like that. Uh, I was mostly drunk during that time, and I'm pretty sure that I helped defend Mandalore. I've seen some stuff, buddy. Oh, I've I helped seen defend Mandalore. I am Imperatrix of Weak. Oh. Well, okay, I guess that's a comparable experience. Uh, I didn't. I'm not the one that came up with like tentacle arms that come out of my back. <clears throat> and you, it looks like you got the better end of the deal. I usually do. <laughs> the, the spectral bring is being has brought itself to be standing, and you know, like most ghosts, the the feet do you kind of disappear, but it's kind of standing at regular height. And it looks over the four of you, its eyes passing past Bale, past Dork, and stares hard at Skip and Anarchy and goes, You, you two. You two belong here. The others do not. You can, you can help, help me finish this. this. They, they will never, never understand. I think that's been made very clear by the whole conversation so far. Oh, Spectre friend, <laughs> we're not going to finish your work. It's just starting. Uh, what was your name? My, My name, name is Poe. Jedi, Jedi Master, Master Poe. You don't look like a panda. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the wisdom of one. You can be Ghost Poe. Yeah. In the background, uh, you see Bale and um, and Dork uh, just kind of like looking at the the dead like giant yeti thing like you know that would make a really really good rug we're not turning that into a rug i can make that thing into a monster (laughs) how are you gonna drag that wait why would we turn it into a monster if we can hang it up on the wall or use it as a rug that's impractical you can have half of it 
Have you ever read Frankenstein? Okay. I'm telling you, that's not a good idea. That thing will go hunting you and everybody that you ever loved or ever knew. And, and you know, it doesn't end well for anybody. Not even the monster. Oh, well, that's where you're wrong. That's a biological monster. I mean, mechanical. Okay. Okay, before, before we decide what we're going to do with it, he looks at all of them with, with an air of, of uh, uh, deep pain. We're going to have to figure out how to carry it out. Oh, that's simple. I'm sure. I'm sure we can rent some sort of like a like some machinery to carry it. Yeah, Maybe get a hovercart. Probably have like mining carts and stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, getting it out is not the problem. It's figuring out what we're going to do with it. I want a new rug on the Starhawk. <laughs> and I think we so, star wipe. Exactly. <laughs> On that line, yes, we do do a little star wipe in. We are the four of you are following a spectral being down a ghost Poe. Down a frozen they have a name. Yes, you're following the ghost of Poe as he is walking or gliding. I guess it would be down the hall, and uh, it's walking next to. Uh, I guess the anarchy will say, and it just asks, "What is? What is when is it?" it? What is, what is the, the date, date today? Oh, you sweet summer Thursday. child. I never know what date it is. <laughs> Doric, what day it is? What day is it? Uh, uh, Doric, who is rapidly caught in an odd, just ju- does just list the day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just in case. Sure. So with with the, the date that is accurately told by Dora, because he knows the date, you know, we we work in a nebulous time of roughly four to five thousand BBY. But you, you give him uh, you give him the date and he'll just go. It, that that can't, can't be. be. It's, it's it's been, been over, over a millennia, millennia over, over a thousand, thousand years. years. Didn't, yes, it, it's also very strange that we're counting down. <laughs> I wonder what happens at the end. <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. That I guess what, did they count up? I never thought about that. Of course, they yeah. Did. So, so the question is, I what was the? Everybody had like a different what was calendar. The, yeah, what was the? That's I never really thought about that. Just going yeah, negatives. Kind of, you know, kind of, we Benjamin yeah, Button. So. Can you translate that into Unix time? Regardless of whatever date it actually is, the date that Doric says is a thousand years farther than what he thought it should be. Regardless if it's up or down, left or right, sideways or inward, outwards, however you're counting your dates, that is, it's way too long for this guy to believe that. If you don't don't know my my master, master, that means he never, he never never returned. He never never showed showed the Jedi Jedi the light. light. They They never never changed changed their their ways. Nah, they're still super so depressing. (laughs) It's, it's so, so sad that they've that, that we've, we've, we've got, got to change. Them. We, have we have to help. Could them. I ask you a question? Uh, was there a Sith Order around your time period? He ignores you. He look. He looks over to Anarchy and Skip. We, we have, have to, to make, make sure, sure they've, they've learned, learned my master's his ideas. ideas. Yes. Yes, of course. We're, We're almost, almost there. there. No, of course, left or right here. I'd, 
Did you know a moment? Omen? He stops and he thinks and the name, the name does sound, sound familiar. familiar. I remember reading of an omen. He was mad. He was dangerous. Oh, definitely. I killed him. I'm wearing his face right now. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to double check. <laughs> and he, he'll look and go, <laughs> Um, that's, that's, that's good that you're able to defeat, defeat someone as corrupt, corrupt as him. him. You, you did, did the universe, universe a favor. favor. Yes, um, I don't I know your name. name. It's, it's to the, the right. right. You, are you are correct. correct. We, are we are almost there. there. Love it. What do you want done with your body? Should we take it out? Just leave it there? What, do you have a burning ritual? Anything? There, there are, are ways that I would like, like but my, my form, form is inconsequential now. It's, it's just, just what, what it was. was. This, this, my mission, mission now, is what's what important. important. My, my body is just, just what, what it was. was. Thank, Thank you, though. though. It speaks greatly of your character, that you're concerned for my well-being. I appreciate it. Yes, Poe, of course. Anarchy's gonna shoot, like, Doric, like, a message that just says, that means free real estate. So that pops up on Doric. It's like a gif of space Tim Heidecker. heads up to spy. Yeah, and that that comes up over what Dork was already looking at, which was on like paranormalhunters.biz, how to kill ghosts. <laughs> All right, so you guys continue down that corridor on the right, and you you finally get to an area that is way more developed, and it actually looks like there are tables, there are space for people. You can see people working. There are very old mats that are kind of with time just kind of gotten very old and funky that have people must have slept down here. There are data pads. There is actual parchment and things. People were writing things down because maybe they were afraid of putting things on their data pads that might be found later, but there is a wealth of stuff just spread out on the floor. And Poe just excitedly looks around and goes, this isn't one of my master's, master's labs. labs. I, I, I was, was trying, trying to get, get here, here for so long. I didn't, I didn't think, think I'd, I'd ever, ever get, get here. here. Please, Please look. look. Help, Help me, me find, find my, my master's, master's work. work. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you heard, Please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to help the show out, please spread the word on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod and on Facebook. If you want to help us in a monetary fashion, you can head over to Patreon and help support the show. All right, it's just 89 compromised. Increased difficulty of all skill checks by one until the end of the encounter. Oh, that's crap. But you rolled a 95 plus five. Yeah, what's, yeah. Yeah, so what's 105? Does anybody have the, the crit check? I'll just look it up. It's fine. I've got it here. Thank you, Kyle. You're so you helpful can today. move on to the NPC's turn while Kyle this is Kyle is so resourceful. He's the glue that holds the show together. Just make sure you cut that. <laughs> that is totally going on the fucking bloopers man what are you talking about that's gonna be the new promo for the show <laughs> all i heard was <laughs> flight rest come for the joke stay for kyle <laughs> i don't know we'll workshop that one wow
<laughs> oh, no, 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 no. World of Warcraft Joe is cool. Like, he's very chill. He's very fine. Um, he's Pat? very, like, like, like. Can I'm we bring World of Warcraft yeah. Joe onto our show? Yeah. <laughs> what? How dare you? How dare you? If you do, you know who play. I am. I'm Primrose Ashenair. All right. Uh, <laughs> if you wanted to kill, you should have punched it with a thermal detonator in your hand. It's the only way to be sure. Uh, Overwatch Joe is the one that gets really, really. <laughs> <laughs>